Hi everyone, hola, my name is Roseli Guerrero and this is Flip La Tortilla. So, it's finally Friday everyone. Como dicen, es viernes y el cuerpo lo sabe, which makes no sense whatsoever this year because I feel like there's nowhere to go. But that's okay. <laughs> I hope that you guys listened to my last episode and really put a little bit of thought about, you know, things that you've been just shoving in the back of your mind um, and not really wanting to go for because of that fear of failing. I hope that you actually took it up on yourself and attempted something new And I really hope that things went well for you and that you were able to shove all of those what ifs in the back, 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 back of your head um, and that things went great for you. And most of all, that if you didn't go well for you, that you have a really good sense of humor and are able to laugh about it later on. So this week has been a really good week. It's actually my three year anniversary with my husband. And, you know, I've been reflecting a lot about you know, how we got to where we are, um, a, li a little bit about my love life and, you know, how, how Latinos, you know, how our Latino culture really influences some of the stuff that, you know, we, we do now. So let's dive in a little bit into my love life, which is definitely not a telenovela, but hey, I'm pretty sure there's some parts of it that Telemundo might, might want to use. <laughs> so let's get started. So for me, marriage has never been something that would really cross my mind. Um, I feel that many times when we ask little girls where they see themselves in 10 years, one of the first things that they say is, oh, I want to be married and I want to have kids. And for me, that was never really the case. I also know that there's, you know, there's some girls that had the scrapbooks or now, you know, now Pinterest um, about pictures of their wedding gown and color coordination all of this stuff that way you know when the, that guy came and popped that question like they would be like hey dude like we can get married tomorrow like i have it all planned out <laughs> which is okay i mean i'm not throwing any shade i think that's that is something definitely worth um dreaming about and everything but for me it, it just wasn't it i think for me i always just kind of had that i'm independent don't need no man kind of mentality which is not always the best mentality to have. Um, I'll probably talk about that in a different episode. But, um, you know, I feel that society just makes it seem that when a woman gets married, that's when she's just reached the best and top level of success. When she has kids, that's like, oh, yes, you made it. So if you're single and you have no kids, it's like, oh, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you failed. And I don't agree with that. I don't think that your success is based on your love life at all. Like, I think that's just so ridiculous. I think you can be a successful woman and not be married and not have kids. So I just don't understand where society has made it seem that the top level of success and accomplishment that a woman can have is when she's married. Um, I think that's just ridiculous. I think that they don't even have the same standards for men. But, you know, growing up, I never really dated much. Um, I feel that I always said I didn't have time, which is true. I was always on the go, but I feel that I never found someone that I actually wanted to make time for. Um, so I actually met my husband when I was doing a pageant back in 
oh gosh, I think it was 2012. Um, and, you know, I was on stage and according to him, he saw me on stage and he was like, damn, this girl's really cute. But he didn't have the guts to go and talk to me. So I didn't even know he existed that night till the next day. So I had posted a picture of that night and I guess we had mutual friends. So he he saw the picture because one of his friends, I guess, liked it. And he sends me a friend request. And, um, you know, the first thing that he sends, like he messages me, it's, hey, what's your favorite kind of ice cream? Which I was like, damn, dude, like you go. That was smooth. <laughs> uh, and with my smart ass, I just responded, why do I look fat? Is that why you're asking me that question? <laughs> uh, but that's how our conversation. That's literally how our first conversation started. And we decided to meet a week later so we went on a date so of course our first date was to go get ice cream and i remember driving there and for those that personally know me you know i'm kind of always running late so no surprise there i was running late to my date (laughs) and i remember he called me and he was like hey um are you coming and in my mind i was like damn this guy's a douchebag like he's literally calling me and i and in my like in the way he phrased it it just kind of like he sounded like he was giving me attitude so i was like i was like damn this guy is not patient at all i was like i don't even know i'm gonna just turn around not even go but uh, you know i did go and we went to get ice cream and i remember he would not make eye contact like he would kind of make like he looked so nervous and then that was making me nervous so I was just talking like really fast and then I was like feeling self-conscious because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm probably boring this guy so much and I'm just rambling on and, you know, it was, it was a nice date though. So when we finally like said bye, I remember like we gave each other a hug and y'all like literally my, my stomach was just like butterflies, like all over as corny as it fucking seems and i got in my car like that had never happened to me where i just felt that like bam you know so i remember i got into my car and i was like fuck (laughs) so was it love at first sight i mean yeah i think it was i mean i kind of thought he was a little bit of an asshole at first but you know he won my love over (laughs) and then a month later he asked me to be his girlfriend and it was I want to say it was three years later. Oh, gosh, I'm like so bad at dates. But I think it was three years later that he asked me to marry him. And you guys are like, oh, my gosh, Roselli, tell us tell us how he popped the question. Don't worry, you guys, I'm getting there. Uh, So it was actually New Year's Eve, which I know it's like the day everybody gets engaged. But honestly, when you think about it, whatever day you get ask the question like honestly it's it's a special day regardless so on that day we were just gonna do like half and half so like we were gonna spend half of the day with his parents and his family and then the other half at my family's house so I remember that day he was just acting so weird and I was like what the heck like why is he being so awkward and you know we're we're driving to my parents house because it was I think it was almost around like 10 no, it was probably almost 11 by that time. And we got to my to my family's house and he was just being like he was just acting like so weird. And you know, the clock struck 12 
and you know we were giving each other hugs and like saying happy new years and he was still like so weird he was just like standing there and i was like why is he just standing there and then i was like okay so that was done and everybody went to sit down at the living room and they were all around they had music on and they're like oh like i can bailar so i remember i was i was eating my tamal at that time and he was like Rosalie, let's go let's go dance and i was like nah dude like i'm eating like chill and he's like no aquí a bailar so i was like okay so he grabbed me and we go and as soon as like we were just like in the middle of the living room he gets on his knees and i was like oh my gosh and then he he made like such a corny little uh saying and it was just so cute and you know he was like oh te casas conmigo and i was like yes and everybody clapped and it was a really exciting uh it was a really happy moment um and i think you know after that i think things definitely took a turn so before i get into that i do want to say that the that day that he asked me to marry him he had actually gone to my parents house and asked for my hand while i was at work so i think in the latino culture that's something that's seen as very honorable um and i was very proud of him to do that too um just because i it it was a, a sign of respect and i really appreciated that and i don't think there's like a right way to do things the right way to get married or whatsoever but for me that was something that was very special um that he did so you know once we got engaged we were definitely on cloud nine and you know on the high about it and then came the whole but aren't you so young to get married and i was like Ugh. and it was like i and i don't know it's just like i don't understand when marriage became a form of oh you're just you're married now and you just can't do anything with your life anymore um i think it also depending on the person is the view and i think the view and the perspective that they bring to the marriage i feel that there you can ask some people like oh like hey what do you think about marriage and they'll be like oh, do you want to be tied down all the time is that is that what you want and then you can ask someone completely different they'll be like hey it's the best thing you get to do all of this stuff with the person you love yada yada so for me when people would be like but what about school and like Rosell, you're so young and all this stuff i was like not because i'm married means i'm gonna stop the things that i'm doing it just means that i'm gonna have someone alongside me that's gonna be there for all of the accomplishments that i have for myself and and i think for the latino community when you get married as a woman you need to put your life on hold and not even on hold i feel like you need to just forget about anything that you wanted to accomplish and you have to forget about school because now you have to attend the needs of your husband. And thankfully, um, my husband is Mexican as well, but thankfully he didn't have that perspective. He wasn't into that whole machismo. And I'm thankful that we're able to divide the roles of, you know, and not seeing each other as like, oh, you're the man of the house, you're the woman of the house. It's like, hey, we're partners, we're married, and we have enough respect for each other that you're not better than me and I'm not better than you and we're going to support each other and on whatever goals we have um I don't have to stop my dreams for you and you don't have to stop my, your dreams for me because together we're going to 
accomplish whatever it is that we want to do. Um, and I think that's so important to be able to set those, I guess, set those standards for your marriage and know what kind of person you're going to get married to, which I'm hoping that if you do say yes or if you do pop that question, it's because you obviously want to spend the rest of your life with that person and you guys meet eye to eye on the things that are important um, to you, which, you know, some things obviously you can meet eye to eye too, but I feel like there's some values that should be the same for the marriage to work. And obviously it's not just for marriage. I mean, when you're dating, you want to make sure you're setting those standards um, from the beginning and making sure you know what both of you are expecting from the relationship. I mean, imagine this, like you're dating, everything's great. He pops the question and then you get prego and he wants to name your kid Donald Trump. I mean, come on, like it's like, oh shit, I should have had this conversation with him from the beginning. So (laughs) make sure you are vocal and you guys set your standards um, from the beginning. I think also another thing that I when it comes to marriage is the whole marriage is for life philosophy um, which I actually don't fully agree on and y'all are what what do you mean you don't agree with that hear me out I feel that yes when you get married the goal is forever that is a goal but I also think that especially in the Latinx community it seems that divorce is never is it's out of the question, you know? And regardless whether there's abuse, regardless if there's cheating involved or whatever it is, like that's just out of the question. And I don't think that someone should be in a relationship when they are just so miserable. And obviously marriage is not easy. You have to be working on making, you know, from both ends, there should be work that is put in, but it also shouldn't feel like a job. Like marriage should not be a job it should be a career. With a job, it's something that you have to do. With the career, it's something that you enjoy to do. And even though you might have bad days, you're like, hey, I love this. Like I, And that's how, in my opinion, marriage should be. Something that, even though there are ups and downs, is something that you love. And in this case, obviously, someone that you love and that you're willing to put that work in. And it, it needs to be something that both people are doing it can't just be you know you're doing all of the work and the other person's not putting their part either and many times people are like oh pues you know it should be 50 50 but sometimes you know you might have a bad day and you can't be at your 50 percent you're probably going to be at your 40 percent so that person needs to make sure that they come at it at a 60 percent at the end of the day, you still want to reach the 100%. And I feel like many times people stay in a relationship because of the, well, ¿qué va a decir la gente? What, is, what are people going to say? But why should you care about what people say? Like, this is your happiness. This is your life. And if it's something that's not bringing any joy to you anymore then you shouldn't be in it either. People are going to talk regardless of what you are or not doing with your life. And I want to make this clear. When I say that at the end of the day, you should be at 100%, that does not mean that the other person 
can just be out of 1%, putting 1% effort all the time, and then you're putting the 99. Like, no. You need to realize when that person is just not even doing any of the work anymore, they're not putting any effort into the relationship, and be like, hey, this is my time to walk away. But also make sure that before you walk away, do have those conversations. And if those conversations are just being avoided, they're just out of the question to even have, then it's just like, hey, you tried, you tried again, and nothing changed. So now it's time to close the door and walk away. Regardless of what people might say, do you. And I feel that many times we all know someone that is or has been in an abusive relationship. And I think it's important to realize that abuse is not just physical abuse. There's other forms of abuse as well, uh, emotional and mental abuse. And I think many times in the Latinx community, we don't really talk about those. We don't really, it's abuse is only when you lay your hand on a person. And that's not the case. And I think many times some women and men as well stay in a relationship because they don't recognize that they are actually getting abused just in a different way. And I also think that many times as women, we're like, oh, pues, que pendeja, like, su marido fucking beats her up and she doesn't fucking do shit. But we don't realize that there is that mental and emotional abuse that can be incorporated as well. And that's why they don't leave. Because their self-esteem has been broken down to pieces day by day. And that's the reason why they stay because they feel that they're not good enough. They're whatever the reasoning might be. And it's important to not judge because we're not in that person's shoes. And I think it's more important to be supportive, to be there for them when they do decide to take that step. And when they do decide to finally break that, break that chain of a relationship that they are in and that abusive relationship that they are in and the abuse doesn't just come from man it also comes from women and it's important to recognize that because even in in mexico i'm not gonna say mexico i'm pretty sure in other places as well but since i'm from mexico i know that that's the case that you know it's it's something of embarrassment it seems like for a man to say hey i'm getting abused because lots of people are like how the fuck does a guy get abused like really you let your your woman beat you up and they're shamed for it they're shamed about it even though they are a victim of abuse so it's important to not uh set those double standards because abuse can come from both sides and if you're in a relationship really take that time to reflect what is keeping you in that relationship? Is it because of like all the love and all of the laughter and the type of person you're with? Or is it because you feel that you can't find somebody else because you feel that you can't be happy with anybody else or that your happiness is not even worth it? Honestly, ask yourself those questions. And, you know, if the answer is that, you know, you're in, with this person because I mean, that's the best I can do, then it's not worth it. I mean, do you really want to live your life with someone that makes you feel so miserable and so unhappy? And for my single people out there, it might seem that everybody around you is in a relationship or having kids. And that's honestly how I felt when I was single as well. 
And now that I'm married, I'm like, oh my gosh, why is everybody single? Like, why is everyone singling and mingling? Where are my couple friends at? <laughs> so take your time. The right person will come at the right time. Don't force anything. And, you know, marriage and relationships are a beautiful thing if you're with the right person. Um, they should definitely be your cherry on top of the ice cream. Uh, so I really hope that whatever relationship that you are in, that you're happy, that it's someone that loves you and that you love, there's respect, and most of all, a lot of happiness and a lot of laughter. Uh, you know, relationships aren't easy, but when you're with that right person, it's definitely worth it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to go follow me on Flip La Tortilla on Instagram and let me know Uh, you know, if you're in a relationship, how you met your person, if you're single, why are you single? Is it because of choice? Is it because you haven't found the one? Let me know the details. Uh, also, if you're from a different culture, I would love to know if there's certain traditions that people or, or norms that people have to follow once they're married. Um, so yes, let me know and see you guys on the next episode. Bye.